Welcome back to Unbreakable Latina. This is your host, Melina. I hope you're having an amazing day, whatever day you're listening to this on. This week, I hit a huge milestone. I reached 100,000 listens, and I couldn't be more proud. And I want to thank each and every one of you for listening, for sharing my podcast. It honestly means the world to me. I never in a million years thought that my podcast was going to grow this fast. And I think it's part of the imposter syndrome, but it doesn't even feel real. But it's real. Like, I look at the app and I look at the listens and I just can't even... I don't know. It just feels like, I did this? Like, really? Like, me? And I'm just so happy. It, when I hit that milestone, I was like, I could do anything. And I can. And for a while, I would doubt myself. And I still doubt myself here and there. Like, sometimes I sit here and I think, am I going to run out of things to say? But I'm like, no, like, I'm not. And I try to, like, not get in my head about it. But then, like, it's a it's a battle within myself that I'm like, stop thinking negatively and think positive. Like, I am the most positive person when it comes to giving advice to you guys, to my friends, to my family. But when it comes to me... You know how it is. Like, you never listen to your own advice, and it's hard to break that habit. I've been a little better. I am working on it, I promise. Um, This week, what did I do this week? I actually worked a full week, Monday through Friday, at my regular 8 to 5 job. And, okay, I'm lying. I didn't. I forgot I had a doctor's appointment on Friday, so I did leave early, but this is the first full week. Like, I've had a lot of time off because I've been COVID exposed and I had some days off, so I was, like, at home, and man, I was so tired this week. Like, I couldn't even, like, every day I just felt exhausted, and because I had been off a couple of days, like, my sleeping schedule was out of whack, but it was a good week. It was a very busy week at work. I didn't have enough time to like content create. I was kind of beating myself up about it. And I I just made this promise to myself that I will only content create when I feel like it. And if I don't feel like it, I'm not going to force myself. Like I have ideas, but I don't execute them because I'm exhausted. And if I'm exhausted, it's just going to not work out. I don't work well when I'm exhausted. And I think rest is a priority all the time. I had this conversation with my friend Kelly about our phone usage. And she was just telling me that she feels like she's been on her phone too much. And I shared that I have too. But because of the podcast, no, I'm not going to lie. Because before that, I was still on my phone. Just not as much. Like I I would put my phone down because my phone is dry as hell. But now with Instagram and TikTok, like I get notifications all the time, emails. So I'm always on it because I don't want to miss a message or a comment or a hater. (laughs) I've gotten some hate. Okay, I'll talk about that after. But anyways, uh, we talked about how I had heard on this podcast. I forgot what podcast I was listening to. And there was a, a guy telling 
a story about how he started noticing that he was very on his phone as soon as he got home from work and was ignoring his kids. I don't have kids, but I still was like getting home, still on my phone, like doing things. And I'm like, I've been on the computer all day at work. I'm on my phone all the time. So Kelly and I decided to challenge ourselves to put our phone down for 30 minutes when we get home from work. I know it doesn't seem like a big deal, but it was to us. So I did put my phone down the first day for 30 minutes and I was like, oh, this is easier than I thought. Like I did, I completed it. I think I folded my laundry or I did something and I was like, whoa, I have time. I started cooking and the next day we're like one hour and the next day another hour. And I think it's such a great habit to start because I feel like a lot of us don't live in the moment and that's me included. Sometimes I'm like, oh shoot, I'm on my phone too much. So if this sounds like you, try it. Try it with 30 minutes. Just put it away. Take your Apple Watch off because I didn't take my Apple Watch off the first time and I kept getting notifications. So I just like took off my watch and threw it on my bed and then walked away. So let me tell you guys about the haters. I get comments here and there. Not too many. I, I got one in one video that was like crazy. People were like ripping me apart. But whatever. It comes with the territory. So sometimes I think think things are funny because of my sense of humor. And some of you guys get it. Some people don't. That's fine. It's not for everybody. The other day I was in my house. It was on Friday, I believe. And I saw a measuring tape on my table. And I'm like, how funny would it be if I make a TikTok and I say... Like, I'm going to start carrying my measuring tape because I'm tired of guys lying about their height. At work, I just started asking the guys I work with, like, how tall are you? How tall are you? And out of, like, seven guys, only one told me the truth. Like, he owned up to, he was, he's like, I'm 5'7". And I'm like, oh, yeah, you are. Because I stood next to him and I'm like, he's definitely 5'7". And I had heels on. So I was a little taller. But I was like, you're the only guy that told me the truth. Everybody else lied. And if you guys are listening, because I know some of you guys listen, don't lie. (laughs) But I just thought it was funny because I was like cracking up. Because if you catch someone off guard, they don't know what to say. And the first thing that pops in their head is like some height that's way taller than them. But I made the video. I said, I basically said, I'm tired of guys lying about their height. And then I showed that I was carrying my measuring tape on my waistband. And somebody was like, you're so immature if you're judging guys on their height. I'm like, it was a joke. I don't judge guys on their height. I judge guys that lie about their height. I've dated short kings. I gave them a chance. I've dated guys that are taller than me, guys that are the same height. So for that hater with no picture, shout out to you. So again, I was supposed to go on a date and I didn't go. But let me tell you why. So. I gave this guy my number. I didn't know much about him. And he's like, let me take you on a date. I'm like, okay, cool. And he was very nice. But I really didn't know anything about him. And because your girl's a psycho. And I'll, I'll tell you why I'm a psycho. I am a psycho because I see so much shit happen in the news with, you know, girls going on dates gone wrong. And like I told you guys. I do my due diligence of doing a little internet search. It doesn't hurt. So I use this website called truepeoplesearch.com. You can reverse look up a phone number. So I reverse look this phone number up and match the name and match the area that he lived in, his age. I'm like, cool. Didn't think nothing of it. But something kept telling me, like, go further. (laughs) The psycho in me, right? 
So I did a little Instagram search and I find this person's page, this guy's page. And I'm like, hmm, looks normal. So then I click on this link on his profile, like, you know how profiles you put a website or whatever. So this link has a place where you can book a tarot reading, a limpia. <laughs> no shade if you believe in that stuff, but I absolutely don't practice that stuff. It's not something that I think about, like I joke about it, but it's not something that's in my beliefs and I was just like oh my god this guy does limpias like he charges for that he charges a lot of money too he's probably balling and I look a little further I find his tiktok and it just wasn't aligned with someone that I could see myself with so I ended up like the conversation anyways died and then he never really like he I think he he's like hey are we still on and I ghosted him I ghosted him because I didn't want to give an explanation. How was I going to tell him, like, hey, um, something came up. I don't want him to be like, oh, well, let me know when you're free again. Because he seemed like a persistent type. But I also didn't want to be like, hey, I found out that you do limpias. So <laughs> it ain't going to work out. So I didn't go and I felt bad. But at the same time, I was like, I'd rather not go and waste my time or his time and our personalities are just different and you guys are probably thinking like damn that's why she's single because she doesn't go on dates and she doesn't put herself out there but it, it's just something I wasn't feeling and when usually when I have a good feeling I always trust it because let me tell you there's been times that and my mom like I don't know if I get this from my mom my mom my sister and I we're like pretty much the same like we know when we're not going to have a good time. We know, like, it's a good feeling. And always trust it. I'll never question it again because many times I've questioned it and I end up getting disappointed in myself for not trusting my gut. So instead of going on that date, I ended up taking my mom to dinner. We had pizza at this local place by where I live, literally like five minutes from where I live. And my mom... She is hilarious. Like, anybody that meets her, like, oh, my God, your mom's so funny. Like, she always says some funny shit. And sometimes she doesn't even mean to be funny. Like, that's just her personality. And I love that about my mom. But we were having our pizza. We were sitting outside, and I kept hearing sirens go off, go off. And she's like, Ay, algo está pasando. And I'm like, yeah, mom, of course, something's happening. You know, me with my sarcastic ass. And then I just keep hearing sirens and sirens. And... I was like, oh my gosh, you know, your heart just drops because you're like, what's going on? Like something bad, like there's so much bad in the world that I started thinking like, what if there's a shooting somewhere by where I live? Or I didn't even think, I just kept thinking the worst. And I was like, let me text one of the guys that I know that works for the sheriff's department. So I text him and I'm like, hey, like, do you know what's going on? And then he's like, oh, he's like, there's a fire. And I'm like, oh, shoot. And he sends me a picture and it looks like really bad. And um, I told my mom, oh, let's hurry up and eat because where I live, it's very farm like. So fires catch here and there and always in surrounding areas of where I live. And I'm just afraid that that's going to happen to where we live. So I'm like, mom, let's hurry up and eat. She's like, oh, see, see, see. Like, let's go check on the house. So she drove. I usually drive, but I was tired and like she had just come home from work So she's like, I'm outside, like, I'll drive. So she drove 
And then we finish eating and I'm like, okay, let's head home. And then she's like, gets in the car. She starts putting her lipstick on. And I'm like, mom, like, let's go. Like, he said the fire is pretty big and it's off the streets that we live in. And then she's like, pues, yo no dejé nada en la stove. Like, I didn't leave anything on the stove. And I'm like, ma'am, just because you didn't leave anything on the stove does not mean that our house can't catch on fire and i could not stop laughing and she looked at me confused like why are you laughing but then she caught on to it because she's like oh y'all keep putting on my lipstick and i'm like yeah let's go step on it lady and my mom drives super slow and i'm a speed racer i need to slow down because i did get a speeding ticket i gotta pay that uh, so she's like we're driving over and we can see the smoke and she's like i know Como vamos a ir para allá? and i'm like mom if it's in our house they're not gonna let us back in <laughs> but she's like freaking out Thankfully, it wasn't at our house, but it was really close to where some of my friends live, and I'm glad all their houses are okay. But my mom's hilarious, so she puts on her lipstick before she has to go check if her house is on fire. (laughs) I can't. So this weekend, on Saturday, I really didn't do much except, like, my laundry And then I headed to my sister's house because we were going to go out with some of the girls and have a girls' night celebrating one of the friend's birthdays. And we went to this restaurant called Mesa. I believe that's what it's called. And it's like like a bougie restaurant and it turns into a nightclub. But damn, like that place was so dark. Am I old? But the food was really good. I had the steak with the fries, delicious Brussels sprouts, amazing. The drinks weren't that good. It's very pricey. So I was like, mm, I would go to eat. I'd probably get a water next time. But it was nice. Um, after that, we went to a nightclub and I realized that every time I go out, that going out at night is not for me. But I was feeling myself because I had a cute dress on and I haven't gotten dressed up like that in a long time. And I just felt good. I was and I'm mad because I didn't get a good picture. Like all the pictures that I got were terrible. But the plus side is that I get to wear that dress again and y'all never saw it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I did post on my stories, but when I go out, I realize that I'm like, oh, this is not my scene anymore. Like, I remember I used to be at the club when I was like 18, 19, and I was having a grand old time. Like, I like dancing, but I'm not good at it, but I try. And I was just tired. Like, I'm like, I'm such a freaking old lady. I can't stand myself. I think the only time that I do enjoy going to a club here and there is when I go to Vegas. But here, not really. I'm more of a bar girl with good music, a good DJ. But every time I go out, I'm like, I'm too old for this shit. But I had fun, except when I was dancing and someone came from behind. I had no idea who it was. It wasn't anybody that was in the group with me. Started smacking my behind and I turned around and I was like, stop. It was this like drunk girl and she kept doing it. I was like, you need to stop. And like, I like kind of like pushed her because who like I don't understand like I'm not the type of girl don't come from behind me and dance with me I don't know you don't touch me and I was just like so taken back I'm like why is it okay for someone to do that I would never in a million years go up to some random girl and just start grabbing up on her like people don't get that 
you know, some people are traumatized from being touched inappropriately. And I was just like, what the hell? And I I was so mad. But that girl ended up, like, getting, like, shoved by the security guard. Like, I guess she was just a hot mess. Like, the security guard took his job very seriously. He was a short king. But he was very angry. And he was just, like, standing by the VIP section. And this girl, I guess, was in the VIP. I don't know. But anyways, I kind of shoved her a little. And she got all mad. But I'm like, don't fucking touch me. And I don't know, guys. I can't go out to these clubs because I'm going to end up in jail. (laughs) I'm just kidding, but bail me out if I end up in jail. But anyway, this girl, like, tried to, like, run through wherever the VAP section is. And I don't think the security guard, Short King, realized that she was part of the VAP. And he, she's, he's like, no, you can't come in. And she, like, shoved him. And so he grabbed her and took her out. I mean, he kind of grabbed her aggressively. But I'm like, that's what she gets for being a pendeja. But... Yeah, clubs are for me. Uh, my sister and I, for a while, we went to go sit down and we were watching the people that go there to dance, like, you know, like salsa, and they're so good at it. And I was like, damn, I wish I know how to dance like that. Like, maybe one day I'll learn. But I'm shy and I have no coordination. I'm a robot. And I had fun, but damn, I stayed up to like three in the morning and I, I woke up at 7.30 and I haven't slept. I came back from my sister's, stopped at my uncle's house to say happy Father's Day, came home. I was supposed to stop at the grocery store. I went to the grocery store and I went to one that I don't usually go to, a Sprouts in another city, and I couldn't find anything and they didn't have anything of the stuff I wanted. So I was like, I'm just going to go to the one by my house. But then I came straight home and I was like, I have to record this podcast. And now I'm 17 minutes in talking about nonsense. Okay, guys, trigger warning. If you easily cry or if sad things make you get in a certain mood, then maybe you shouldn't listen to the rest of the podcast. I appreciate you guys. And if you don't care and you want to listen to me cry, then continue listening. Today was a very hard day. I'm not going to lie. Father's Day is a tough one for me. And thank you to my listener that reached out and said that they were thinking of me and sent me something funny because they knew today was a hard day. For the most part, I've always had plans on Father's Day, like either take my uncle out or my brother or something's always going on. But this Father's Day, nothing's going on. Um, My brother is busy and my uncle had his plans. And next week we have like a huge family outing that we're going on. And like nobody really planned anything and it just came so fast. Like honestly, I didn't even know it was Father's Day because I choose to ignore it. Because you guys, if you haven't listened to my episode on mourning the loss of someone who's still alive, I don't have a relationship with my dad. And on my drive home from my sister's house, I started thinking about what I was going to record. And I just started crying my whole way home. I cried. I do know that I've stopped myself from letting myself feel sad on this day by keeping busy. So I've been ignoring the fact that this day is very hard for me. And I'm sure that I'm not alone. There's people who have lost their dad. There's fathers who have lost their children. There's people that don't have relationships with their fathers like I do and so many others. And I was like, why not 
make it an episode about this and share my story and share that I feel share what I feel because I know somebody might feel the same way and you're not alone and I'm here with you and we're healing together and it's never gonna be okay but you're just gonna learn how to cope with it and the reason that Father's Day hurts the most is because of this event so when I was still talking to my dad when we we still talk. We had a very rocky relationship, but we still talk. One Father's Day, I was like, damn, like, I still have my dad here in this earth. And no matter what, he's still my dad. And I was like, let me get him, like, a shirt or, like, a hat or something. Like, something simple, but so he feels like we still think about him, even though he was going through all his addictions and everything. Something just in my heart was just like, get him a gift. Like, he's not always going to be here on Earth. So I did. I think I remember I got him like two shirts and a hat. I was like, hey, dad, happy Father's Day. Gave him a hug, gave him his gift. And it felt good. And I remember like my mom was like, you got him a gift? And I'm like, yeah, he's still my dad. And nobody else has like my siblings at that time. I don't think either of them were talking to him. And I wasn't either, but I just wanted to be the bigger person and make them feel appreciated. Oh, you guys, this one's going to be a tough one for me to record. So, I gave him his gift. I don't know what happened that weekend or the weekend after. I don't remember. But I remember he was having a bad day. And I just had enough. Like, I think I was trying to do something and he was making a lot of noise like he had music loud and I was like can you stop I kept asking him and it's like it just it wasn't him he wasn't in his five senses and I remember telling like why can't you just stop like why can't you do something and I don't know what the situation was I can't remember but I do remember what happened I remember my door in my room was open and he threw the gift that I gave him in my room and he said, don't be giving me stuff if you hate me that much. And I will never forget that moment. <sighs> I was so heartbroken when he did that. I still feel that heartbreak today. And probably... That was the last time that I ever did anything nice for him or tried because I had given up. I didn't want to feel hurt again. I was heartbroken. I still am. <laughs> like I told you guys, if you didn't listen to the previous episode, it's hard. I think about him daily. <laughs> he always pops in my head when I'm driving to work for some reason. And I think, does he think about me? I don't think I have ever admitted how much this day affects me till today. And even to myself, because on my drive home, I was like, why am I crying so much? And then I remembered, oh, it's because Father's Day is tied to that event. And every other holiday, it's okay, because half of the time my dad wasn't there because he was always like doing his own thing but for father's day we always tried to you know take him out to mariscos because that was his favorite place to go he hated every other fucking restaurant so mariscos get his beer he sauce like 
he would have a great time. We'd get him his Father's Day gift. And this was, like, before or during, like, when things weren't that bad. They were bad, but not to the point where we weren't on speaking terms or my mom and him were already split up. My mom and him were still together when we would go out to those days. But I think that's why this day was so hard for me. And I had never really acknowledge my feelings because I was always busy or something was going on and this year was the first year that nothing was going on my sister and I went out to breakfast today and we went and did a little shopping but I just kept looking like at all these people like you could tell it was like a father and son going to yogurt or going to get juice or you could just tell like everybody was with their dads and I was like shit like I shouldn't be out on these days because it's very triggering But I think part of the healing process is acknowledging the things that trigger you and finding like a new beauty in that hurt that you have, if that makes sense. And I was like, I need to do an episode about this because I'm sure I'm not the only one that had a rough day today. And it's funny because my friend texted me, like, how's your day? I was like, oh, I cried on my way home. But it was great <laughs> besides that. And then I, after I cried, I went to my uncle's house and I was like, okay, like, I still have male role models in my life. But you try to fill that void. And I'm not saying that I'm, like, trying to fill that void by, like, my uncle or my brother. But, you know, they've been there for me, my uncle and my brother, and I love them so much. They've been that father figure. Like, anything I need, my uncle, Mondo, he's always, like, willing to help with my car. Whatever advice I need, he's, like, the person that I go to or my brother has always taken, like, that dad role. Because my dad was there physically, he was there monetarily, but he wasn't there emotionally. And I was reflecting on, like, wow, like, you really need a mom and dad. Like, I think that is why... (laughs) That's how we were created, by a mom and a dad. And when you don't have a mom or a dad, like, you feel like something's missing. And just talking to people, and you know me, I like to give therapy to everybody. I like to talk about my issues. Obviously, you guys are here listening to me cry. But it's just because if I don't talk about it, sola me voy a ahogar en mis penas. And I thought to myself, like, what would be something good to do that would help me heal and remember the good times with my dad? And I was like, why not dedicate an episode to writing, like, writing him a letter to my dad? So here it goes. Dear dad, I miss you so much. I wish that I could go back in time and you could take me to the liquor store like you used to. Get your tall can and buy me my three gummy worms, two sour belts, and a couple gummy bears. I miss you telling me que soy muy chingona porque chingo mucho. I remember this one time um, that you told me to go answer the phone because somebody kept calling and hanging up. And you told me, diles que vayan a chocar a su moto. So I grabbed the phone and I was like, hello? And nobody answered. And I was like, chingan su madre. (laughs) And you and mom could not stop laughing. And you were like, say what? I miss you telling your terrible jokes and me laughing at them. I miss when I used to chingar mucho and tell you 
can I have the video camera so I can record you and mom? Okay, now give each other a kiss. <laughs> I was so annoying. Thank you for always cooking carne asada and giving me a bite so I could taste it. Quemadita. Because that's how I like it. I miss you cutting watermelon and pepino with extra limon and extra tahine because that's the way I like it. I have so many good memories. And I miss those. I remember when you used to take us to King Taco and you'd buy a soda before we went to King Taco because the sodas were too expensive there. So we'd have one big soda and we would take disposable cups and you'd buy us our tacos. And then I remember when we used to go to Mariscos and my brother and I hated Mariscos. I think my sister did too. And you would stop at McDonald's to get us our chicken nuggets before so that way we subiramos chingando. And we would take food to the restaurant and you guys, you and mom would eat your molcajete. I have so many memories with you, dad. And although you're not in my life anymore, but I will always cherish all those moments. And there's so many more, but that's just what I could think of at the top of my head right now. I also think of all those terrible times where we got in arguments. And where you told me really mean things. Like, get out of the house if you don't like it. Or, I'm going to do whatever I want. If you like it, good. And if you don't, then don't. And it hurts me that you would say those things to me. I think of how much you've missed in my life. In my sister's life. In my brother's life. In mom's life. In your granddaughter's life. Her name's Maddie. Real name's Madeline. I suggested the name to my brother and his wife. She's really cute. And I think you would have had a lot of fun with her. Porque es una niña bien chistosa. I wish that you were here. Because we're pretty damn awesome. <laughs> my brother, my sister, and I all graduated from college. We all have good jobs. We all have good lives. And I wish she would be proud of that. And I wish you could see that. And I wish you could see how good of a damn woman my mom is. <sighs> I think of the future. I think of the day that I walk down the aisle. Who's going to walk me? It's supposed to be the dad walking the bride down the aisle, right? I think about the father-daughter dance. I'm not going to have that. I think about what will I tell my future kids when they ask, what about your dad? Or do I have a grandpa? I think about all that. The other day I was having a conversation with mom and I asked her, what do you think happened in dad's life that made him choose this life? And she said, I have no idea. And I want you to know that I forgive you. because. Whatever you're going through is something beyond my control, beyond my knowledge. I don't know what it's like, but I do know is that I love you, is that I miss you, and I always think, what if one day my dad gets sober and he wants to have a relationship with me? How would that look like? And I just want you to know that although I'm very realistic, 
there's a little part of me that hopes that one day that happens. I almost forgot the most important thing. I have a podcast. And if you were here, you'd probably say, ¿Y tú qué le vas a decir a esa gente? Estás diciendo todo nuestro drama. But yeah, people like it, Dad. People like my podcast. <laughs> Porque aquí estoy, toda traumada, talking about all my traumas, haciendo amigas, amigos, ayudándoles a otros que han pasado por lo mismo, que sienten lo mismo, que tienen problemas como yo. I hope that one day we meet again, Dad. On good terms. And I hope you understand why I decided to not have a relationship with you anymore. Because it was hurting me. And I couldn't hurt myself any longer. I had for so many years. <laughs> I love you, Dad. Love. La niña que chinga mucho. Meli. You guys, I honestly didn't plan on this episode going this way, but do I ever plan? No. Um, I needed to do this for me. I'm sorry if you're crying. This was extremely therapeutic for me, and it just got me to thinking a lot of things, and I feel like from now on, I want to look at things in the positive light and think of all the good times I had with my dad. And of course, all the bad stuff's always going to be there and all the future worries are always going to be there. But I think instead of um, feeling sad and obviously it's not going to go away. You grieve, you mourn someone who's not alive even though they're physically on earth and it just hurts that they're not in your life. But in my instance, you're probably going to say, Melina, it's my choice. And it is. It is because I had to protect my peace. Because not protecting my peace was not letting me live a happy life. I was very miserable. I was very angry. And through this healing journey, I've learned a lot about myself. And you're probably thinking, like, damn girl, you put all your drama out there. And even my brother and my sister were like, I still learn so much from your podcast, like the things you talk about. I don't know you felt that way because it's not something we bring up all the time. You know, we want happy moments and there's other shit going on in the world that we try to be happy when we're together. But it's very therapeutic for me to do this. And I think from now on, on Father's Day, I'll just make an effort to make a plan. Even if my dad's not around, maybe go to his favorite restaurant or do something like that or write him a letter like I did today. I'm really putting myself out there. But, you know, if this helps one person, like, honestly, this helps me so much. But if it helps another person not feel alone and strike up the conversation, like I talk with friends who don't have dads in their lives or have lost their dads and we relate and we joke about the daddy issues and and as much as people try to say, like, oh, no, like, it doesn't affect me. Like, it does. It does some way, somehow. Just some people know how to hide it better than others. And I don't think I hide it, but I don't like talking about it. When, only when I feel like it. I'm very, when, when I'm in the mood, I will talk to somebody about it. When I'm not, like, it just depends on what I'm feeling. And just remember to be kind to people. Like, I always think of that now that I don't have a relationship with my dad but before I never used to think about that like oh what are you doing for father's day like 
not in my mind thinking that maybe this person has lost their dad or doesn't have a relationship or um bringing up something that's hurtful just like for mother's day like what are you doing for mother's day like some people have lost their parents don't have relationships with them or whatever it is like it's triggering so just be mindful when you're asking people what you're doing for the weekend like a couple of people ask me so what are your plans for father's day i'm like oh i have no plans and then they look at me like crazy I'm like i don't have a relationship with my dad oh i'm sorry but it's just like an awkward conversation just don't bring it up it's like when you ask someone what are you gonna have kids like don't bring it up you don't know if they're having fertility issues or anything like that just be mindful of other people and their experiences their emotions and whatever they're going through because you don't know not everybody's as open as i am telling the whole fucking world (laughs) about my traumas but anyways that's all i have for you guys today i don't say i hope you enjoyed this episode because (laughs) it was a very emotional episode the first 17 minutes though i can say they were kind of funny but the rest was very emotional and If you're going through the same thing, I'm here with you. You're not alone. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. And try to turn a negative into a positive. Like me feeling so sad today. Now I feel relieved. I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to go to sleep. I was supposed to go grocery shopping, but now it's 8 p.m. And I'm like, ugh. Como tuna again for the 500th time. (laughs) But yeah. Try to take a negative into a positive and see it from a different perspective. Have a great week. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Unbreakable Latina. I am now on YouTube too, my brother. Thank you to my brother for uploading my episodes to YouTube. Eventually, I have to get like video recordings because I know a lot of you have been asking for me to actually record myself doing the podcast and i'm nervous porque like ahorita me miro crazy because i've been crying this whole time but it's coming little by little so go on youtube and subscribe to my channel so you can see when i upload my first youtube because i know some of you have been asking to how to start a podcast and what i did so i'm gonna make a video about that it's coming (laughs) i hope you have a wonderful week Bye.